Welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma. And this is our podcast where we talk about, you go, sex, banging, doing it, communication, relationships, confidence. And this month, we've been talking about connecting with your body. Wow. You knocked that one out of the park. I know. I'm really, (laughs) really proud of you. We have been talking about connecting with our body, and I think that is a huge factor left out of the conversation around sex is mm-hmm. we talked about it in last week's intro and it has still, or maybe a couple weeks intro, it's still stuck with me that we don't think about our body and how we experience things unless it's hurting. Yes. Um, and I think we were very intentional this last month on focusing on how we experience things when we're having pleasure, <laughs> um, which... I think in life and in sex, (laughs) you and I, (laughs) I literally whine in my head all fucking day. All day I am complaining. I am focusing on the bad things, what's going wrong, and pain. So it was fun (laughs) to have a corner this month where we focus really on like pleasure and how we experience that. It's kind of fucking crazy to think about how If you are not connecting with your body, you know, we talked about this, I think, in the psychedelics episode, where Uh if you're not, like, practicing this type of shit, you're not practicing getting Mm. into your body, why would you expect to be able to do that when your naked legs splayed? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, if your clit is just blowing in the wind, Uh, (laughs) how... uh How are you expected to then just be totally in your body and totally ready to experience pleasure? Because I will tell you from my perspective, I am not and I have not been because I haven't been in my body because it's hard and it's scary and I don't want to. And I don't want to. Another thing I really like from that psychedelic episode, which is, I guess, what we're reflecting on right now. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I really liked, and we've talked about this actually in other episodes too, but how we default to the Delulu, the negative Delulu, Mm -hmm. yeah. where why can't we default or why can't we start practicing defaulting to a neutral and or more positive Delulu? Yes. Um, So like when we do feel a little uncomfy in our body or we do feel a little like sticky or whatever, it's just like we could more so focus on like, at least I'm not blank, you know? And like, yeah. you agree. We all agree. Thank you for your candor. Malone agrees. If you wouldn't mind shutting the fuck up now, mommy's working. This um, actually isn't your podcast, you little fuck. And you didn't pay for an ad spot. Um, so you could go over there. Um, anyway, so this last week of December, we're now focusing on how we get prepared for the next year. And Mm -hmm. what we're going to be reflecting on, um, I don't know, so that we can like enhance where we go next year in our sex lives, in our lives, period. I'm so excited. What are our fucking intentions for Mm -hmm. goddamn 2024 and moving forward? Um, This is a quick side note because I think it's hilarious. We got a comment on YouTube today um, referencing an intro that we did, a very tame intro. 
Very, okay. very tame intro. No toots? And no poops? No, this was like, this was literally actually the psychedelic episode. Um, oh. So you can go back, reference it. It's like, we're talking about pretty much the same shit we just said. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this person said, thumbs down. I could not come over. I could not get over the torrent of filth coming out of your pretty mouths. <laughs> Did we just find a new, like, greeting card? Oh, my God. A torrent of filth coming out of your pretty mouth. Wow. Ooh, that's, like, dirty talk. I know. Um, but they, I kind of like, love we that. We didn't even cuss that much. We didn't even really talk about our sex lives in the beginning. Yeah, um, I don't remember anything. <laughs> but saying, I'm pretty sure I said goddamn, and I just said it again. So, um, Oh, my God. Anyways. I- I'm obsessed with this. It's like how Gossip Girl turned every bad review into their new ad poster. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let your kids watch. Like, absolutely explicit. That's what these are to me. They're fuel to my fire. We're cooking with gas now. God, the torrent of filth coming out of those pretty mouths. If I could hear that in the bedroom, whoo, whoo, someone says that to me. me and talk about my pretty mouth. I don't know. That's a new resolution for me. <laughs> and there is my intention for 2024. For 2024. <laughs> Although I actually would like to talk about why making intentions or resolutions is important or like what your thoughts are. Because I know we did an episode yeah. on this a long time ago, actually, yeah, a long time about ago. how resolutions are bullshit. So I want to call out this hypocrisy. Oh. <laughs> Disgusting hypocrisy. Disgusting hypocrisy. <laughs> Makes me want to slap a mic and leave. Um, I don't know. So what are your thoughts today, right now, on like setting intentions and resolutions for the next year? Yes. So I have realized that over the past two years in particular, I have not been the most of intentional. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I haven't been intentional in most aspects of my life, including sex. And I've just kind of floated on by. I've been a floater. Um, and it hasn't left me feeling dope as fuck, right. um, I will say. <laughs> I think that episode in particular that you were referencing about resolutions being bullshit, I still agree with everything in that episode. I think that that episode was calling out this idea that because it's a new year, you have to change. Specifically, mm. you have to change your body. Um, and I think since that episode, I've gone really far away from resolutions that have anything to do with changing my body or uh-huh. changing myself. I think the intentions that I set are more about growth and just like what I fucking want. It's not about like I did bad in this capacity or like my sex life sucks and it's not enough. It's like, but what do I want? So -hmm. I've been trying to ask myself that question a lot, specifically since we did the foreplay episode with Halen. And she was talking about this idea of just like, Every time you have sex, what kind of sex do you want to have? Like setting that Mm -hmm. intention at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I'd never really thought of it that way. And I just, I want to do that. I want to be intentional about the shit I'm doing because I'm going to be spending this time or doing these things either fucking way so I can go Mm -hmm. in intentionally and move closer to what I want and what brings me pleasure and what makes me happy. Or Mm -hmm. I can just kind of like muddle my way through it, which is also valid because sometimes that's all you can fucking do. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Where are you at? That was beautifully put and so much more well-rounded than how I'm about to sound. 
Um, give us the also, vapid. Give us the shallow. Give us the vapid. <laughs> give us the surface level. I think when you said about being intentional, we, you and I have talked a lot about that, mm-hmm. especially in the putting yourself out there month. Um, that's completely true and such a good point. And that opened up a new way of thinking just now. Just now. You broke <laughs> <Just> through. Now. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. Um, but I completely agree. I, I am not necessarily like an intentional person in the past, and I definitely want to be. Also, I calling myself lazy has it's like a it's a it's a sticky subject for me because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot there. But I also know that I take cop outs when I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so therefore I think I have pulled back from like saying what I want from the next year because I'm like, no, I'll think of it. Like who cares? It's a it's a new year. You don't actually need to like be a new you. So mm-hmm. I never really set intentions or what I'd want to see in the next year because I was like, I don't know, it was a cop out. It was easy to be like, no, it's not real. Yeah. And I'm not, I haven't been intentional in the past. So with all of that, I think this year it will be really important for me to write out what I want to see. And I think it was the same episode with Halen, like journaling about um, when you know you're ready for sex. Mm-hmm. I think that was yes. with Halen, right? But it's like, you won't know what you feel and what you want unless you write it out. You won't know what you're looking for unless you point to it. And um, I think there's a lot of power in thinking you deserve what you want, too. You and I have talked a lot about that as mm-hmm. well. And again, you, you just need to work towards an actual goal to see how you're progressing and how it's changing and how it's moving along this timeline. So I think there's a lot of power in setting intentions and resolutions for the next year that I tend to cop out of and I'm excited to work towards this year. I hope that all made sense. It felt very brain dumpy, but. No, it wasn't brain dumpy. I I was expecting kiddie pool based on your setup. You gave me (laughs) deep ocean. I was Khloe Kardashian's... uh, bio i crave love as deep as the ocean or something like that oh i crave Uh, deep love so deep the ocean would be jealous so that's kind of who i am so um yeah that just describes me god do you Mm -hmm. remember i think it was myspace where you could it it was similar like a bio but i think mostly people put quotes or just like whatever Uh i would try and be so deep i was what Mm. nine ten i guess i was a little older than that um, I don't Not know if much. I've talked about this before, but um, somehow in the depths of my uh, dark little mind, I <laughs> just wrote, promise me. That feels like a perfume by Jessica Simpson. <laughs> you be. know, it should be. But, but no, uh, that's your tagline. bio by Cass. <laughs> promise. And so what my friends started to do was say that to me. <laughs> In the wild. <laughs> to be fair, something like that deserves to be thrown in your face constantly. <laughs> oh, I deeply agree. I probably saw it yeah. on fucking Photo Bucket. If I you loved a Photo so Bucket, so real with. Oh, I loved Photo Bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, That's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's promise each other that we okay. will really try to formulate our intentions and, for this next year. And with that, I'd love to know what you're thinking about for this next year. What are your intentions? 
Yes. What are I'm your really intentions excited. with the next year? <laughs> what are your intentions with me? <laughs> <laughs> with me? I would love with to know me. that answer too. Um, yeah, I did want to say one other thing about intentions in general. I feel like sex is an area that we are not intentional in mm. general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we set intentions and resolu- resolutions in a lot of areas of our lives a little more naturally um, and maybe more like socially acceptably because we just don't talk about sex in like mm-hmm. a social way very often. Um, but I think being intentional about sex is how we get what we want, but there's also so much wrapped up in asking for what you want and actually going for mm. what you want in sex because you got to know what you want. You got to figure that out. And like, then you got to talk to somebody about it and then you got to try it and put yourself out there. And there's so much wrapped up in that. And at the same time, it needs to be spontaneous and not planned and Mm -hmm. absolutely organic. So if you do plan sex and you do have intentions going in, you're like over controlling the moment. Well, you're no longer the cool girl because you should be naturally good at sex. Yeah. But it's like, who is naturally good at sex? (laughs) I don't know. I've never heard of them. (laughs) I... Like everybody that we have talked to, all of the experts, which I have not slept with them, so I cannot specifically speak to Don't their sexual lie. skills. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would imagine they are incredible at sex based on how mm-hmm. they talk about it and the skills that they've shared with us. But like those are learned skills. You don't just yeah. intuitively know how to finger someone. You don't just mm-hmm. intuitively know like what type of touch feels good on a penis. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like Yeah. Fucking A. Fucking A. Fucking A. Fucking A. Very great point to bring up. I completely agree. So on that note, I will uh-huh. tell you what my intention is for the next year. I'll pull it up on my phone so I am just as clear and concise as I can be. Oh, surely. I want to focus on a masturbation practice. That is my Ooh. number one goal going mm-hmm. into the next year. I want to put a lot more time and intention into the pleasure that I give myself. Um, I am very guilty. I plead guilty to, um, I don't know how else to say this, than just like busting a nut. Um, and I know <laughs> oh, you hate when I say it. I know God, you hate when I say it. I do. But like I how else do. do you describe, how else would you describe just like grabbing your vibrator and an under- a minute and a half, being done, putting it away, walking away. Like, what else is that? I don't, give me a minute, but <laughs> we. I resolute to find something to say besides that for okay. the next year. You simmer G- carry on. Carry on. I'll simmer. Anyways, on it. I am guilty of that. That's what mm-hmm. I. I feel like I treat my masturbation practice as like a very like formulaic thing. Like I grab A, I do B. C is orgasm, and then I leave. And it's just like there's no thought. There's no like – I don't know. Like if I were having sex with a partner the way I have sex with myself, Mm -hmm. I would be so sad and feel so unloved and just Mm. like – I would still have an orgasm, which like, (laughs) great. But Uh I would not feel any sense of connection or respect. I would just feel kind of used. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Those are and such so, good words to put too, because thank you. <laughs> I will say the majority of the sex we have is with ourselves, yeah. uh, and I'm talking about you and I. I don't know who else in the in the world, but um, <laughs> and so that's so true. 
that those really are, if you were to summarize the points you hit mm-hmm. and like how quickly you move through them, and that's sex from you and I, we describe yeah. that as sex. And then if you were just to add in a partner and you were to put those same points down, you would be the worst person alive. I would, be, would be a the terrible worst. sexual partner. Like yeah. I would be a monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a monster. It's Absolutely. Such fuck you would boy be. behavior. Like, yeah. yeah, I finished. So that probably wouldn't happen <laughs> in that scenario. But like <laughs> I mean, you are the fuck boy though. So they finished. That's true. Uh-huh. That's true. And then I'm you got just up and there left. to Yeah. I'm just there to bust my nut. And you ordered your chicken and you <laughs> you just had you left after. <laughs> And I just left. <laughs> and that is all she wrote. All she um, wrote. So I don't feel super connected to my body. I don't feel super connected to my pleasure. If I'm mm-hmm. being honest, like the idea of implementing a masturbation practice sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like a lot of effort. Sometimes I just want to masturbate really quickly and be done for like stress yeah. relief, whatever it may be. And I think that's totally valid and I still yeah. want to leave room for that. Mm-hmm. But – I want to start scheduling solo sex sessions because I think that is the only way that I will actually do it. Um, So the other thing that I want to do in addition to that is create a masturbation menu. And I feel like this is something that guests have talked about before or I'm totally making it up and it came in a dream. I don't know. Either way, I want to Mm -hmm. create a menu ahead of time, make it very cute so that I actually like looking at it, um, and have, like, different things on it. So, like, I want a section where I can pick, like, different vibey things. So it's like I'm going to, you know, make sure that the lights are fun. I'm going to put on music or I'm going to grab pillows. So, like, picking one to two of those Mm -hmm. things to just do every time and then – Like, which body parts can I incorporate? Can I incorporate one more body part that I wouldn't normally incorporate in this? Or Mm -hmm. can I use my hand for, like, one minute before I go to a toy? Or can I try this different toy that I wouldn't normally use? So I just want to really give myself the opportunity and the push to try different things because what I'm doing is not creating like a connection with my body or my pleasure. It's not teaching me shit about myself. It's mm-hmm. not teaching me shit about what I want from a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. what I want to do moving forward. That was so incredibly well-rounded and thought out. Oh, and thank you. herein lies the difference between you and I, <laughs> which we'll see later. Um, but I, absolutely love that and I think that's beautiful and you like we've already discussed throughout this entire podcast how we love checklists we love to-do lists we Mm -hmm. love a written out thing so if you can tune that to your personality when it comes to things like sex that is really fun and really cool and um I would love I think a lot of people (laughs) would like to see your um like my masturbation No, (laughs) Uh -uh. that gave me pause, Um, but your masturbation checklist that you're going to create for yourself where you include, because that's really fun too. I feel like you could do, um, I don't know, like a food, like you could do like an alternate section where you kind of have like the most random shit in there. Oh, you could make a wheel. So you have an alternate (laughs) section. Picture this. And on it is like. It could have like a food. It could have a location. It could have like just a bunch of random 
um, subjects on it, you know, that you would include. And just when you're feeling funky, when you have the house to yourself, let's picture, or hours, you spin the wheel and you add that to the practice. I'm obsessed. I think that is such a good idea. Okay. Love a wheel. I think we should collab on this, on this little mm-hmm. TM. masturbation menu. Um, mm-hmm. TM. Um, and yeah, if you guys are interested, let us know because I'm sure that's something we'd love to share the menu. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. how cool would you look if you had a partner come over and you had a masturbation menu in your room? Like, that's ah. how well you know yourself and you take care of yourself that you have a menu of how you like have sex with yourself. I just, I love, I don't know how, what other word to use here, but like a container. And I don't mean a container in the way that like I'm building a container. Um, But just like, I know what you mean. Sometimes I need things to be boxed a little smaller so that my mind doesn't race around all over and try and figure out what is going on because I make so many choices in my day to day life that sometimes I want a very constrained choice when I'm trying Mm -hmm. to do something for pleasure. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. And I got Mm -hmm. the idea of a menu from, um, like, I saw somebody doing, like, a morning routine and a nighttime routine menu. Mm. So instead Mm -hmm. of having, like, a really specific, like, at 7 a.m. I do this, at 7.15 I do this, they have, Mm. like, a menu where they pick two to three things that they do, like, read, journal, you know, take their supplements. I don't fucking know. But I just I love the idea of not telling myself exactly what I have to do, because I think that takes away from the pleasure and the idea of like figuring out what I want. But giving myself this like pre thought out pleasure menu that it's Mm -hmm. like it's just supportive. And if I don't want to do anything on there, that's totally fine. But at least it'll then you rub one out something. Exactly. Then I just rub a bitch out and I move on. absolutely and it takes I feel like the monotony that comes with scheduling is taken out of this equation because maybe Mm -hmm. you do have a schedule and maybe you do have a smaller container but what happens within that that time that you set aside for yourself isn't predictable it can Mm -hmm. be so many different things question self-care and master like you said specifically masturbation practice Mm -hmm. I was thinking are you going to add in like things that aren't necessarily sexual, like a bath or something else that could be just like. I think that would be self-care. really great. I think that's a different menu for me. Yeah. Um, I okay. think I really want to focus on solo sex. That's mm-hmm. just like something I want to be more intentional about. I would love to create a self-care menu as well, which is something I guess I've heard be, of. Uh-huh. Um, because I think that that would also be great. But I honestly think I would also need to schedule that. In order to get myself to do it. Like it would need to be like Tuesday at six for one hour. That is self-care time and I have to pick something off my menu. And I think that would be wonderful and great. But for me, it will be separate. A different menu. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think you have such a good action plan uh, in place to make sure that that happens. Thank you. Are you going to ask Jurgen to help keep you accountable? Um, Go to the room. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think I need him to help keep me accountable with that. Um, I will need him to take on like certain responsibilities um, during time that you're on leave. Responsibilities (laughs) while I'm on leave. Um, But I mean, he'll listen to this, and 
I'm sure yeah. he'll bring it up and be like, make sure you schedule it because yeah. he's very supportive and kind and I love him. And I don't know why I mocked him in that way. <laughs> and I don't know. It just comes natural. Um, beautiful. I love that. That's such a wonderful resolution. And I'm here for it and you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I would love, 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 love to hear your resolution for 2024. Your sexual My resolution. Sexual revolution. <laughs> or resolution, as we'll say here. Um, yeah, I think... So again, this is where you'll see our differences. <laughs> I don't have a plan. Well, mine is more of a general feeling. I wrote down that I want to have more authentic experiences in sex. Okay. I think the solo sex I have and sex I have partnered, when I get lazy, becomes performative. Um, mm-hmm. I think solo sex becomes inauthentic and like I don't, I don't take up the room I want to take up even when I'm by myself, when I have the most room to mm-hmm. be myself, I don't like, I, I don't know why it always feels so personal talking, <laughs> talking about what you do, but after three years, you think I'd get over it. Um, like there's times that I'll just like stretch out more while I'm mm-hmm. masturbating or I'll like move bigger or sound a little bit louder. And I'm like, that was so fun. That was right? that enhanced it to the next degree. And like, why don't I let myself, why am I still like embarrassed of myself when I'm alone? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's definitely times when I'm with a partner, ab- absolutely times that I've been with partners <laughs> and that I will be in the future where I know that I'll be like stifling authentic expression or things I want to do or positions I want to get in. And I just want to be like fun and silly and passionate. Like I think we talked with Janika Jewell mm-hmm. forever ago about having fun while you have sex. And it's like, there. my last boyfriend, I would say he was the closest I got to feeling very confident, like expressing myself during sex. Mm-hmm. And super big credit to the both of us in that relationship. I think we had a good spot to be those people. Yeah. That is the only person I can say in my life that I've, I feel like I've really been myself with. You're smiling like you have something else to say. No. Okay. I can think of like one other time where I feel like you did, at least from what you told me fully, like expressed yourself, but that wasn't with a boyfriend that was with a friend. Not yeah, me. Yeah, that yeah. makes it sound like I was talking about me. That was with a friend who I won't say. Um, but you had a really good time and you came and you said I you'd do think it again. You had an amazing time. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, totally cool. The one I, time with him, no. sure. <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. I think mm-hmm. yeah, that one that one compared to and I've talked about that before on the podcast where we had like the most adventurous sex with my yes. friend. Um And I just, I want to embody that more. I think Mm -hmm. there's so much more room. Um, Who else did we speak with about, I have it written down. That is one thing I wrote down. Um, Oh, shoot. Maybe I didn't. But being, oh, she was the most delightful guest that we had on. Lisa Finn. So silly. What was that? Lisa Finn. Lisa Finn, about having fun in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And she was... So silly and so light and so carefree and just brought in that energy, I'm sure, to the bedroom. (laughs) 
<laughs> I wasn't there. Um, and I think that's so beautiful and fun. And I want to have more like authentic sex. So that's one thing. And then I think to just piggyback on top of that, I, <laughs> my next bullet point is just uh, less butthole shame. <laughs> I, I want to expand on that. <laughs> but give me a minute. But give, give me, me a minute to expand on that. I just think that insecurities and embarrassment around certain parts of my body have held me back from mm -hmm. exploring different things. Like I really can not do can because it's not always enjoy 69. Like I think that could be a really fun thing to add in every now and then. But I do hold back from trying certain positions or certain things that it would be butthole forward um, <laughs> or exposed or risk of exposure. Um, and like I always have sex with the lights off. And I think mm -hmm. there's a lot of still embarrassment around body parts that all of us have um, yes. that have held me back from trying more things. And so that even like with myself, honestly, there's like still embarrassment around like touching certain parts or like mm -hmm. getting near or buying certain toys that could be like, uh, <laughs> I was going to say elixirs, but that's not what I want. <laughs> um, stimulators to like mm -hmm. my butt area. Um, I don't know. So I just want to be like less embarrassed <laughs> as you can tell by this entire section <laughs> that I'm just like still kind of embarrassed around certain types of pleasure, I guess. But you are recognizing that about yourself and you are saying what you want and you are proving that first and foremost and most authentically, you are a butthole girl. <laughs> We're going to put that out there. I don't know if that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm. I was just mixing your first and second <laughs> resolutions. Um, yes, you gave me so many thoughts. I love everything Thank that you, you said. I think it's so important. I really like what you were talking about when you said the word performative, because mm -hmm. I think we tend to think of performative as being overly loud in a way that you don't want to, as moving in a certain way that mm -hmm. you don't want to, but as taking up space in like this, you know, I'm in porn. I've only ever seen this in porn type of way. Mm hmm. But I don't think that's relatable for all of us. I've never right. been performative in that way because I don't have the confidence yeah. to be performative in that way. But how you described it, I've never thought of that as being performative. I've just thought of it as being small. But it is being performative because mm -hmm. you are doing something you don't want to do to appeal to somebody else, even if there's nobody else in the fucking room. So I think that's such an important shift in understanding what can be performative because it's like holy fuck mm -hmm. who am i performing for because at that mm -hmm. point is it just your dead relatives in the room with you like <laughs> because gross. i thought it was always there honestly which is scary <laughs> that they're just like someone's watching um no thank you for tying that line because while i said it you always help me you know crystallize it a little bit more um but yeah performative for me has been being pleasing to look at and that doesn't necessarily have to mean in the porn way where it's like pleasing fun and sexy to look at mm -hmm. and like so happy to be there it has just been pleasing and yeah. tidy um mm -hmm. and yeah like appeasing to the other person or even 
what could be viewed, like if I'm by myself, like what could be the best looking way to just be laying right here? Um, so yeah, thank you for tying that line because I think that could also help maybe other people that feel the same way. Um, I don't know, reframe too. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot you of could name it. Mm-hmm. It just shifts your perspective a little bit. It might not fix it. It might not make it so that like you never perform again. You're yeah, a star. No. What can I say? <laughs> You're a star. But also being small, like if I were to picture it also as being small, like yes, and that would mean to me that I'd have to do other things than when I say I want to perform less. I don't, there's, mm-hmm. there's two different things. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily making sense to me because there's a lot of thoughts going on, but yeah, it's, it's good to have like a reframe and words for this, for the different things. You get it. You get where get I'm it. going. Well, and what you're saying about being pleasing, like being, I feel like that's such an interesting word because that's so true. And I feel like that has to do with all the butthole stuff too, because there yeah. is a lot of shame around <laughs> buttholes. And I think a right lot of that just comes from sex shame and homophobia and all of like those horrible things. Mm-hmm. And it's something that like we are trying to work through. I am married, been with my partner for years and years, and I am still so uncomfortable with certain parts of my body during sex. Like even if I don't shave, I still get like a yeah. little nervous and like, Ooh, don't like he'll like go to touch me. I'm like, don't. And I'll, it's mm-hmm. like, it's so weird and I've talked to him about it and we've had like these great conversations but it's just something so stuck in my head and honestly I think it comes from like a high school boyfriend saying something about hair and it like stuck with me like it just hit me at a formative year and Mm -hmm. I held on to that for dear fucking life yeah but it's like I don't really know how to work through these things other than just to do it you know what I mean it's like Mm -hmm. once you just have sex when you don't feel totally great or you haven't shaven or you just let them see your butthole. It's like, <laughs> it, Here is it is. That's one... the clip for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it is like 1% less scary the next time. That doesn't mean yeah. it's not totally great. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean I feel pleasing, but mm-hmm. it is 1% less scary. And then maybe the next yeah. time you do it, it's 1% less. I, ju- I don't think it's a quick fix. Um, no, but it's I not. hope that you get comfortable with your butthole in 2024. Thank you. You're welcome. But that is, I feel like the, the way I've grown this year is from what you just said is just doing it and then being 1% or a half a percent more comfortable the next time. This whole year has been uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. I have been so un- uncomfortable. <laughs> I've been, been really so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really happy and I've had amazing experiences and trips and like everything this year. But there's also been a lot of things that have challenged me or that I've put myself outside of my comfort zone for. And I think I tried to suck it up a little bit more in like the tough love way, not like I can't complain way because we can all complain. There's always time to complain and whine. You are not a baby. It's just life. Um, But in a tough love to myself kind of way, I did just try to like suck things up a little bit, buck up and just try it or even a fraction of it to be 1% more comfortable the next time. Um, and I want to carry that into the next year too. Well, and I feel like you did that so much in our pussing yourself out there month 
like you went on so many dates and mm-hmm. like met so many new people and tried new things and like tried casual sex and all these different things that you've never done before that mm-hmm. were scary and they got a couple degrees less scary and it's like every date you went mm-hmm. on it was less like oh my god will they like me like is this going to be okay and it was more like yeah. yeah it's just another date like i'm just seeing if this person is for me mm-hmm. and so i f- i feel like that's just a really good example of how you have done that so yeah you can do it again. Thank you. And one last thing before we can stop talking about me. Um, <laughs> I have noticed, so like with what you're just saying, there was, <laughs> I love it because you told me to go be someone else's HR nightmare. Um, there was <laughs> a guy I thought I was going to have like a flirty little chemistry with at work. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up meeting him and spending like an evening around him and by the end of the evening, I was like, no, like, there's, like actually, there's actually no chemistry <laughs> or there's not like enough here. Yeah. But I think in the past I have clung on to potential so much that the fact that at the end of the night I was honest with myself and was like, yeah, no, like stop wasting energy thinking about it. And I have is also another way that I've like seen myself kind of shift recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like a big like pause moment and reflection moment for me recently. And I was like, look at me go. Look at look me at go. You go. I know. And so if you've done it cool. with your dating life, you can do it with your butthole. With and my butthole. That is what I will leave and you with for 2024. <laughs> I thank you much. Um, we should move on though to what you, our listeners, have talked about wanting to do in this next year because you guys were so generous to drop all of your resolutions for your sexual lives um, into our comment box on Instagram. And we kind of want to go over some of them because you said we could. We told you we were going to do this. Yeah, we told you. Um, we're going to give your and- name, your birth date. Just kidding. They're completely anonymous. <laughs> Absolutely. We lost so many people right there. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> And hopefully we can help recall some of our expert advice that we've gotten over the Mm -hmm. years to, I don't know, point you in a direction for the next year. To lube you up for uh, this transition uh, to your your new sexual life. Um, Okay, so we did kind of break them down into categories. 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 You you had some themes. I love that about all of you. And it also shows mm-hmm. that we're all going through the same fucking things. And oh my God, that yeah. no experience you have is just you. And I think that should be the most comforting thing in the world because as yeah. we have said, for years now, you are not special. And we mean that in the most loving way. In the um, best you are way n- possible. Emma is not the only one afraid of her butthole. And <laughs> I, have I am too. that. I am also afraid of Emma's butthole. <laughs> There's two of us in this room, and uh, I will never Both be alone. Terrified. <laughs> terrified. I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. Anyways. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, yes, you are not alone. Big first theme. What was it? Confidence. Confidence, confidence, Shocker. confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, So a few of them that were mentioned were embracing my body and growing my confidence by dancing, performing burlesque. Another one is being comfortable touching myself with my hands instead of uh, only with my vibrator. We can relate. Um, Mm -hmm. And being more confident to ask for what I want. All like 
that is just such a good sum up of the world at large. <laughs> yeah, so I literally, my first response is right there with you. I wrote yeah. that down. Yeah, um, I wrote that down. Yeah, it is. I think that confidence, specifically in regards to sex, will be a lifelong journey. Oh, yeah. I think there's there a hill always, and it is yeah. up and we are at the bottom. <laughs> and it is up and I am still at the bottom. <laughs> So let's all walk together, shall we? <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, you're welcome. I'm going to cry at my own tagline. Advice <laughs> done. Um, some of the things that I recalled in terms of advice from previous guests, uh, specifically for the one about being comfortable touching yourself with your hands instead of just a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Right there with you again. Um Start out with just using your hand in the beginning. So just doing it for like 15 seconds, 30 Mm. seconds, however long. You don't have to give up the vibrator completely and then go to your vibrator. And then the next time you do it, up that time. You know, you do a minute touching yourself with your hand and then a minute and a half. And then maybe you'll eventually have five minutes. And maybe you never fully go with your hand because maybe you need your vibrator to finish. Yeah. That's totally fine. That's fucking great. Raise your hand if you're that boat. Yeah. It's like right here. Whatever you fucking need to experience mm-hmm. pleasure, amazing. We love that mm-hmm. for you. And if you want to use your hand, start slowly. It does not yeah. have to be this all or nothing. <laughs> You're not you like DJing <laughs> all night long. Oops, oops, oops. You don't have to hit us with a full set. Like <laughs> your <laughs> Give us some slow jams, some R&B, and yeah. then, you know, fork it on over to a a Spotify the track. Box. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> or Spotify track. Sure. Sure. You get where I'm going with this. Yeah. Extended metaphor. Um, yeah, I think that's a great suggestion. Cause also, if you start using your hand in the beginning for however long, who says it has to be on any part of your genitals? Like who True. says you're not using your hands on just more sensitive skin on your legs or your arms or your face or your chest, whatever. Mm-hmm in finding different areas that you find somewhat ticklish or like erotic or just nice, you know? That was such a good point. Thank you. I love you. that. Um, I want to bring up a good pivot for the person um, who talked about like dancing, the burlesque mm-hmm. dancing. And I think learning to embrace your body through dance, gorgeous. We all gorgeous. love it. Um Ari Antoine, like who yeah. else do you mm-hmm. go to? She was actually a burlesque dancer. She came on is. to talk about is. I think she, yeah. Um, and we literally asked how to take off clothes. Like if you're talking burlesque, you're talking about taking off clothes like fun and dancey and like embracing mm-hmm. the confidence that comes with that. And we literally go into how to like derobe and feel confident in the bedroom. And I think there's so many great tips in that episode. Um, for like embracing your body, embracing what you have on the lingerie, whether Mm -hmm. that's like skimpy or full coverage, who cares? Um, It's just like a fun way to learn how to derobe, take it off. That's such a fun episode. Mm -hmm. Ari's so fucking cool too. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Ultimate inspo. And uh, you, dear listener, are also ultimate inspo for doing that. Like that's literally amazing. I'm so... Excited for you. Excited for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, 
The other piece of advice I had in terms of uh, being more confident to ask for what they want mm-hmm. made me think about our episode with Eva O, uh, mm-hmm. the Dominatrix Kink Month. Amazing, just amazing episode. Um, but practice asking for non-sexual things first. Oh, so yeah, that was a good one. So take it out of the bedroom and start saying what you want in other areas of life. You know what you want to eat? Fucking say it. You know what you want to wear? Fucking say it. You know how you want something done around the house? Fucking say it. And then maybe mm-hmm. you can say how you like to be hugged. Then maybe you can say how you like your hand to be held. Then you can say Ugh. maybe how you like your feet to be rubbed. And then you can move up from there. It doesn't have to be, I want you to get on your knees and do this, that, and the other. But you can <laughs> Which work your is way something up there. Tar- yes, she gets to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't worry. But such a good point. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a good one, too. And I often forget to do that while still wanting to be more confident and asking what I want in the bedroom. And I can't believe, yeah, that was such a good tip of like asking for what you want in life. If you know Mm -hmm. what you want, say it. Yeah. And then it just builds up that skill. I think it always goes back to a fucking skill that we aren't innately good at and that's Mm -hmm. fine and there's nothing wrong with it. Some people I think are more just like innately good at these kinds of things. I'm not one of them. Um, But like. Let yourself practice in a less high stakes setting. Again, your clit doesn't need to be blowing in the wind for you to practice this skill. (laughs) But it could. But it can. (laughs) If that's where you feel most comfortable, amazing. 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 I love it. That was so great. Um, All right. Let's move on to the next one, which was figuring out what you like. Um, I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? No, I, I surely didn't mean you, uh, mean to. So figuring out what you like and getting it. Um, a few of the intentions were figuring out what I actually like and finishing with a partner. Um, the next one is figure out what I like slash have more and kinkier sex. Um, and then the last one is to be more forward in conversations about sex and outright asking for it from my boyfriend. So kind of exactly what we were saying. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, again, wrapping back to that episode about like, asking for what you want first and foremost in life. So I love that. Um, I also thought this made me think of the want, will, won't lists too. Yes. That get brought up a ton in our interviews and with experts um, because they're incredible. If you look at those lists, there's it's expansive. Mm-hmm. But it's so good to like – you don't know what you don't know. So if there's an area that you could play in that you never thought of, but now you see it as a checklist, like that's really fun and figuring out what you could be interested in or what could like tickle that back part of your brain. Ooh, also, you don't know what you don't know until you read it in fantasy. So <laughs> opening up your mind to a little bit of fairy porn, I also suggest. <laughs> I also suggest. And that leads into what I was going to say, which mm. is, Dipsy. So when you try out one of those want, will, won't lists, which two people that I'm thinking of that I believe have them on their website when you sign up for their email list, uh, Vanessa and Xander Marin and Mm, um, mm -hmm. that sex chick, Alexa, um, they both have really good want, will, won't lists. They've both been on the podcast. Great Mm -hmm. episodes. um, But I think that's where they are. And I know we have somebody in our email that asked where to find those. And so if you're listening um, that is 
where, but we will try and find your email and respond back yeah. as well. We do our best. Um, we do our anyways, best. once mm-hmm. you have found those topics, you're like, ooh, even just like a little bit of interest, like mm, that gets me a little spicy or that gets me a little interested. I'm sweating a little bit. Mm-hmm. You don't have to then go try it with a partner or even try it with yourself. I think Dipsy or any audio erotica is a really mm-hmm. great place to try something without the pressure without it's like a very low stakes way to try it because you can turn it off if you don't like it it's even it feels more low stakes than porn to me yeah yeah because it's invasive (laughs) yeah like even just watching something just it's more intense you might not be ready for that yeah that's not how i like to first experience something um but make it in your face uh, (laughs) it's just it's not for me also Um, because and so i'm so sorry no Um, you're fine you might not necessarily be naked when you're trying Dipsy either. Yeah. Which if you're trying porn and let's say you're masturbating and perhaps you're like not fully clothed, I feel like there's more pressure to enjoy it and also exactly. get off at the end. Dipsy, maybe you're not listening when you're in bed or like about to masturbate. Anyway, could be a little it bit can, more low It's just that way. so much the, – the stakes are so much lower. And yeah. I love that for trying mm-hmm. something out. Um, I've definitely learned some things about myself that I didn't know by listening to Dipsy. Um, and it's been wonderful. Just expensive. Wonderful. Expensive. Absolutely. Um, and then I had one more thought on this too. Mm -hmm. And I really want to say it was Vanessa and Xander. I could be totally wrong and that's okay. I'm human. Um, But when you're talking about getting what you want from your partner, I believe that they spoke about like relationship debriefing Mm. someone, but it was like where they meet and they literally talk about the sex that they've had or that they want to have and like what went well and what didn't and what we want to try in the future. But there's literal meetings on calendars of like when we meet as a couple to prioritize our sex life and our relationship. Um, and that's like, I think that's so important and such a good tool to use um, when you're trying to connect with your partner and specifically doing it outside the bedroom and yes. having a set time to do it outside the bedroom. That way you don't feel pressure yeah. to do it right after you had sex. <laughs> Again, make it low stakes. Like the lower yeah. state the stakes you can make something, the mm-hmm. easier it's going to be to digest and then to integrate, Yeah, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my... Only other thing that came up for just figuring out what you like kind of goes back to your intention of just trying to be more authentic and like let yourself be silly and like look silly and let yourself feel embarrassed and like just kind of let those things happen because if you don't, you are really limiting yourself. Like the amount of times that I've tried something new and it's gone smoothly and I haven't felt embarrassed is zero. Mm-hmm. that's how many times but a lot of those things I actually really enjoy and I have continued to implement in my sexual life um, uh-huh. but that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't let myself be silly and embarrassed and let just the weirdness of mm-hmm. bodies and sex exist because it's just so weird and mm-hmm. we don't leave any room for that. And that's so right. fucking shitty. It's so shitty. Yeah. And unless you've invited people in or you are live streaming or recording, no one's going to see it. Mm-hmm. You and the person in the room or you and yourself are the only people that have to like mm-hmm. push through 
an awkward moment, a few seconds, it's going to feel like a lifetime. I give you that. But like, you just got to leave a little bit of room. Nine times out of 10, you'll laugh it off. And Mm -hmm. I think anyone who's had even the most embarrassing of situations has said that they could just laugh it off and move on and just like come right back to it. And if that person can't laugh it off with you, if it's the one out of 10 times, they're not good enough to be fucking you. Yeah. I mean, that's like, already an ick. Like, ooh. That's such an ick that you don't need that. You don't need yeah. that. And if you are that person, I've been that person. Like, I have had moments where I have been judgy of myself or my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's it's just fucking worth it. It's an opportunity it. for growth. <laughs> opportunity for growth. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Love it. All right. What's our next section that was a big point for our resolutions? Getting kinky and exploring, which I feel like kind of relates to what we were saying about figuring out what you like. But these Mm -hmm. were a little more intense. So um, embracing my kinkier side and demanding what I want. Uh, Trying something new with my partner more often. Continue to explore kink with my partner of 12 years. Possibly fuck in front of another couple. To explore my cock curiosity more with my wife and a strap-on, reciprocal oral, try butt stuff with myself and with a partner. Quite a few of you want to try butt stuff this year. Um, So I love that. Join Um, the club. (laughs) Yeah, join the club. And funny enough, the last one was go to a sex club. So So really, authentically, go to a club. Really, truly, authentically. All right. Um, I think... Those are so much fun. I think all the things mm-hmm. we said for figuring out what you want also apply in those scenarios. Just being yeah. willing to look like an idiot, not like something, move on, reflect with a partner. All of those kinds of things are still very necessary when getting kinky. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think another thing I thought of was finding a specific way you might like getting kinky. And for mm-hmm. me, that was f- tapping into jealousy and using oh. jealousy to, um, I don't know, excite the moment a little bit more. And Dr. Jolie talked about that. Um, like, how can we, how can you channel something that just might authentically come up for you in the bedroom mm-hmm. or with a partner and use it to your advantage? And I think that's really fun. So maybe like reflecting on things that do come up naturally in a sexual experience and how can you make it kinky? Make it a pervertible Make it a pervertible. And I think that's really fun. Oh, I love it. I love it. I will say that one of the things that comes up for me when wanting to try something kinky or new is just feeling that embarrassment around bringing it up to a partner. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of guests talk about a lot of different ways to do that. So whether that's like, oh, I listened to a podcast episode. I saw this. I read this article, whatever. Blame it on us. I love yeah. that. That's like mm-hmm. my favorite solution. Mm-hmm. The other thing... I forgot and that's okay. (laughs) And that's okay. I have a thought that's on the front of my brain. Not that that makes me better. I also mispronounced brain. So Um, (laughs) it does make you better. Both of those things make you better. (laughs) If you want to also try getting kinky um, outside the bedroom, Dr. Donna, we did a car Mm -hmm. sex episode. Oh, I love that episode. It tickled me it was such a good episode and like obviously there's caveats you know legally we're not yeah. saying go off and fuck in the middle of the road do there it in your garage of, do it in your garage like do it in your fucking driveway or mm. there was ways to have like phone sex in the car mm. um while you're pulled over and safely off the road and out of mm-hmm. anyone's way 
But getting kinky by changing location and yet Dr. Donna's episode about car sex was just so fun. She had so many great ideas about positions. There's even like really good tips to use for tight quarter yes. tight quarters, you know, mm-hmm. or like awkward rooms or beds. So you could yeah. apply that outside of a car um, and like using things as like a prop for a position. She had great suggestions. That's things. just such a fun episode. My God. It really was. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of a teaser uh, for the direction of next month. Um, mm-hmm. But I will leave you there. I'll leave you all hanging <laughs> on that one. The last major theme among all of your resolutions um, mm-hmm. was to have more sex this year. And I think a lot of us are right there. Um, I know that we are. Um, So this is what you had to say. Have more sex. My husband and I average one time a week and it's not enough for me. Mm -hmm. Have more sex, but online dating and casual relationships are hard. Men are also shitty. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. I think Emma can speak to a lot of that. (laughs) Um, More sex without the rush. More solo play. Uh, and the one more person wanted to have more sex with their wife. They don't feel like they've had enough this year, and it's feeling like a roommate situation. So mm, been there, yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of us have. Mm-hmm. So we feel you guys, absolutely. On the last one, this just came to me, um, and we've had so many episodes, and I wish I could point you directly to one. But I, this was such a big topic for me in a relationships in a relationships past um, mm-hmm. about feeling roommate, and we didn't talk. So you could literally go to every episode we've had in the past and you'll find a communication section. Um, but that is such a huge factor when feeling stagnant because at least for me, we, neither one of us said it. We weren't right. like, this is a roommate situation. We were mean to each other. We were angry <laughs> and we were roommates. deprived. <laughs> but neither one of us talked about like why that is and really addressed it head on. It can be really fucking scary. That's probably why. Um Really big communication tip for that last one. Yeah, I think so. This is referencing our episode with Shrink Chicks uh, titled You're Toxic. Now what? That's a Um, good one. I think one of the biggest takeaways I got from that episode was that like really, truly, your partner is not a mind reader. And so they don't actually know what it is you want. And maybe they are thinking the exact same thing you are. Mm -hmm. But I have a tendency to forget that. Because my partner and I spend so much time together and our brains are so similar and a lot of the time we are on the exact same page. But that's not always true. And I tend to assume that everybody else's brains just work the exact same way that mine do. And so they're reacting to things the same way that I would and they feel the same way that I do. And if they're not addressing it but they feel as upset as I do, then like what the fuck is wrong with them? Mm -hmm. But that's not always the case in a partnership or it's like, you know, they're having those same feelings, but it's for different reasons or they feel ashamed that you're not having more sex. And so that makes it hard for them to talk about. The biggest thing that you can do is to voice your concern. And it doesn't have to be in a we're not having enough sex. Fuck you. Like you clearly don't care about me type of way, which I've said stuff like that. Um, Sure, I've said it, but I'm not suggesting you say (laughs) I'm not saying you do that. Um, There's like kind ways to bring up your wants and desires in a sexual relationship. 
And Mm -hmm. you have to bring up your wants and desires in a sexual relationship because if you don't, you're not going to get what you want. And that's nobody's just going to magically know you want to have more sex. You want to have sex more than one time per Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. Like maybe that's a lot for the other person and they just could not even fathom having sex two times a week. That's this girl right here. That's this girl right here. Um, Another thing about not being mind readers to play off of another one of the resolutions, Mm -hmm. um, the casual sex thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, um, (laughs) people won't know that one, you're looking for casual sex or two, you might have some hangups around casual sex if you don't talk about it. Um, Is it Leah that we had the casual sex episode with? We've had a couple casual sex, but yeah, Leah was one of them. That one, I think I am an emotional bonder to anything Mm. and everything. You could find a (laughs) cup that I've had for maybe a year too long, and I will not want to let go of it. Yet by the end of that episode, there was nothing more crystal clear than how to have casual sex ever. It was insane. And like, I'm not perfect at it at all, but there was so many helpful tips on Like you put yourself out there. The worst thing someone's going to say is no. And you move on because it's not that serious. And rejection isn't about you. Um, But also you need to communicate if what you're looking for is casual sex and what you're looking for before, during, and after. Um, That was just such a good episode. If what you're looking for is casual sex and you keep running into shitty people, how can you help if you can't change other people? I don't know. We can work on how we communicate what we want and um, mm-hmm. how we enter a situation when we're people who don't typically have casual sex or don't typically have situationships that we want to keep situationships. Um, mm-hmm. Such a good episode for that situation. <laughs> it's just so fun too. Yeah. I love Leah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that mm-hmm. was just such a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, so much advice we've gotten over these years. We could keep years. going for eons. We've been truly lucky with who we've been able to speak to and the words of wisdom we've gotten. It has been quite a year, um, mm-hmm. and it has been so fun to share it with all of you. Yeah, we are truly lucky not only to have those guests, but to have you all as listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, it means the damn world to us. And it sure does. We're very grateful to get to spend every week with you. And next year with you. And next because year that with is you. next week. Oh, <laughs> so wild nuts. <laughs> nuts. Um, shall we dive into what we're exploring in January? I think that would be fun. Um positions. <laughs> what an idea. <laughs> what an idea. Uh did you pull that out of your arse? Um <laughs> among other things. <laughs> January is all about positions here at Honey Do Me. Mm-hmm. But we know what you're thinking. You're like, you've done a doggy style episode. You've done a cowgirl episode. You've done a scissoring episode. We know, honey. And I they're know. amazing. We're not going to touch those episodes. Like, they're phenomenal. We don't need to redo them. Maybe someday we will if there's new inventions in those <laughs> areas. If someone writes a different book. I don't know. Um But what are we doing? (laughs) We're doing it more from the perspective of like a mind point or like a, Mm -hmm. an emotional state. So Mm -hmm. maybe you want to know positions for when you're in like a fucking busy day, but you want to get railed or positions for when you're like the sleepiest human. Mm -hmm. But again, you want to get railed. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) 
it's kind of a twist on things that we go through throughout the week and like mental states and shit like that. But like, you still want to have sex, but how can I make this convenient for where I'm at in my life? Um, exactly. So yes, we will love to circle back to more specifics on doggy style, but when do you use that? Like when is the best time to have doggy style? Is it when I'm at this like super high sex drive or is it when I want super long sex? Is it when I want super Mm -hmm. quick sex? Like there's a bunch of different times and like, when do we, or a bunch of different positions when do we use them for what kinds of sex? Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about positions for when you aren't feeling super confident. Mm-hmm. Positions for when you're feeling confident as fuck and ready to yeah. show off all of your bits. Um, Lights it's on. It's going to be so fun. It's positions to meet you where you're at. Yeah. Like that is, in a nutshell, what we're doing to kick off the new mm-hmm. year. Um, and it's just going to be great. Kick. And we're so excited. So excited to see you. Um, We hope you guys have a wonderful wrap-up of 2023. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say it. We'll see you next week. (laughs) And we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.